0: As indicated by writer Nicole Friedman, existing home sales in America surged to a 15-year high in 2021, powered by low mortgage rates and intense buyer demand. Demand is expected to remain elevated during 2022's initial months. Many realtors will tell you that this is the hardest seller's market in years, and the data back that up. Existing home sales rose 8.5% last year from a year earlier to a bit more than 6.1 million units, according to the National Association of Realtors. Sales would have been even more robust had there been greater inventory of homes available for sale. The intersection of strong demand and scant supply yielded record home price growth last year. Homes also sold faster than ever, with many contracts signed within a week of homes hitting the market. That has put a lot of pressure on buyers to quickly submit bids, often above asking price. Low mortgage rates last year bolstered demand associated with all types of buyers, from first-time homeowners to investors and luxury vacation home buyers. However, mortgage rates have been rising more recently. That may induce many prospective buyers to jump into the market for fear of facing even higher rates going forward. The spring selling season should be strong, but the market may cool during this year's second half. For WYPR, and my Bruce lutz Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Across the United States, state revenues between April and November increased 24% in 2021 compared to the same period in 2020, this according to a survey conducted by the Urban Institute. According to the National Association of State Budget Officers, 32 states indicated that revenue collections for the current fiscal year are ahead of projections, as indicated by the Wall Street Journal. While state spending is rising in certain categories including K-through-12 and higher education, in many cases states are putting their budget surpluses toward one-time uses rather than programs with long-term commitments. A number of states are also proposing tax rebates, and bonuses for public workers. States are also paying down debt and funding pension obligations. There has also been an uptick in short-term infrastructure projects. Many state policymakers are also putting money away for a rainy day. The reserve funds of states collectively reached a record level of $113 billion for the 2021 fiscal year. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom has proposed directing more than $5 billion to restore tax breaks for businesses that were suspended during the early days of the pandemic. In Maryland, Governor Larry Hogan has proposed phasing out income taxes for senior citizens. For WYPR and my producer, Luke Spicknell, I'm Aniban Basu. A recent article authored by David Harrison points out what many of us have observed— Trucks are taking over American roads, fueled by a rise in pandemic-era online shopping. These trucks are chewing up pavement, adding to congestion, and occasionally upsetting residents. They're also creating new challenges for state and local governments that collectively face multi-billion dollar bills to finance road maintenance and expansions. During the 12 months that ended September 2021, Total truck mileage, which encompasses both tractor-trailers and delivery trucks, achieved a record 300 billion miles according to data from FTR Transportation Intelligence. Truck mileage was meaningfully above what it had been in 2019 before COVID reshaped the economy. Meanwhile, overall traffic, which mostly comprises passenger cars, remained about 3.5% below what it had been during the same period in 2019. FTR estimates that truck mileage will expand nearly 5% this year and about 3% in 2023. If there are more truck drivers, there would be even more trucks on the road. The American Trucking Association estimates that America requires another 80,000 truck drivers to meet demand. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As virtually everyone knows... Elevated inflation was one of the biggest news stories in 2021, and most economists expect above-average inflation to persist this year. Rapid price gains are weighing on consumer confidence. As is often the case with a phenomenon that is unpleasant, many people are searching for something or someone to blame. As indicated by writers Gina Smialik and Anna Swanson, it would be easy to attribute much of the inflation we're experiencing to global supply chain issues, including factory shutdowns in Asia, and overtaxed shipping routes. But a chorus of economists is also pointing to government policies as a major reason that inflation in America has been running near a 40-year high. In particular, these economists indicate that the federal government's decisions to flood the economy with stimulus money helped to send consumer spending into overdrive. All things being equal, that is inflationary. While many complain about myriad supply chain issues, the world's trade machine is producing, shipping, and delivering more goods to American consumers than it ever has. What's more, the U.S. has sustained more inflation than almost any other advanced economy on the planet, in part because stimulus packages here were larger. For WYPR and my producer, Luke Spicknell, I'm Aniban Basu. Inflationary pressures are apparent virtually everywhere. A recent article authored by Julie Cresswell indicates that fast food has been one of the most impacted categories. For instance, at a Chipotle in Costa Mesa, California, the price of a chicken burrito without guacamole was priced at $7.25 a year ago. These days, it's about $8, which translates into a price increase of about 10%. In Oklahoma City, an order of 50 bone-in wings from Wingstop cost $42 early last year. That figure has risen to about $47, translating into a 13% increase in about a year. Government data indicate that the price of items at fast food restaurants rose 8% overall over the past year, the biggest jump in more than 20 years. What's more, in certain instances, Portions have shrunk, which actually may have some benefits. But people have to eat, and chains like McDonald's, Chipotle, and Wingstop were among the big winners of the pandemic as consumers, stuck at home working and quickly tiring of cooking, turned to these and similarly situated chains for convenient solutions. But over the past year, this convenience has become more expensive as average hourly wages are up 16% at such places over the past year and as ingredients also became pricier. For WYPR and my producer, Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.